right, on today's Call to Action podcast, we're joined with three special guests. Usually we have two guys on, but today it's it's a action-packed episode for everyone. Uh, we have from the Bowling Green State University Falcon football squad, quarterback Matt McDonald, defensive back Davon Ferguson, and defensive lineman Carl Brooks. How you guys doing? We just saw you in Cleveland. Um, what's been going on as we lead up to camp here? Uh, Matt, we'll start with you. Just uh, how excited are you to to start getting ready for uh, camp and for the upcoming season? Yeah, I mean, I'm extremely excited. Um, this is a huge year brewing for us, and we're, we're just excited to get going and get into camp and starting to become real. And uh, I've had September 3rd. I'm now, so really looking forward to it. And uh, Carl, we just, uh, like I mentioned in the open here, we just saw you guys uh, in Cleveland. Talk about your experience, your first experience at our at our football kickoff. Uh, outline for those listening uh, kind of what went on and maybe what your favorite part of just being involved in that event was. Um, it was exciting. Um, I like the event where you get to meet all the players and you walk up on the stage after the commission introduced you. Um, that was pretty sweet. Uh, my first time at House of Blues, it was really exciting, and uh, I liked it. It was nice. Yeah, and same thing for Devon. What are you looking forward to for this upcoming season, and how did you enjoy Media Day? Um, for me, I really enjoyed Media Day. You know, I got an opportunity, you know, to meet, you know, a lot of good players, you know, a lot of good people, and even got a chance to interview with Ha-Ha Davis. And for the season, you know, I'm just really, really intrigued and and excited to show people what, you know, we're about. People got us slated, you know, very low, too too low for my liking, so that's okay. But at the end of the day, you just got to show people what we made of. And that's what I'm excited for then, the most. I want to get into, uh, we'll get to some non-football stuff in a little bit here because we like to get to know you off the field um, as well. But, uh, Davon, we'll start with you, and then we'll go to Carl and to Matt here. But how did you choose Bowling Green? What what led you to get come to BG? Um, for me, well, I start, actually, my, my journey was kind of different. Um, I graduated high school in class, of 20, I was class of 2017. I ended up going to junior college, but I was a full qualifier out of high school. So I only had a dual semester and I ended up, you know, receiving a few scholarships. Ultimately, going to the University of Kansas. I played there for a few years, graduated, got my degree. And then when I had the China report, you know, I just was talking to a plethora of coaches, but you know, I felt as though the Bowling Green coaches were very transparent, you know, just genuine people at the end of the day. And that's what I wanted to be around for, you know, my last few years of college football. And that's just how the decision for me to come to Bowling Green came about. Cool. What about you, Carl? Um, I came out of high school. I had quite a few offers. Um, I, me and my family, we, uh, we did our official visit here at Bowling Green. Um, and then my mom actually fell in love with the school, like, a lot. And me and my mom and my dad had a conversation. It was close to home. They liked the football program because they was looking at like a lot of the 2015 stuff and they really liked it, the culture here. And then my mom uh, jumped the gun and uh, she, she told me she loved it a lot. And when my mama said that, I, I loved it too. So I committed right there on the day. Matt, what about you? For me, I, Coach Luffler me to Boston College out of California. So I went over there was there for two seasons with him, and then he got the head coaching gig here. So then I followed him here. So I'll follow, I'll follow that guy anywhere. Went from California to Boston to Ohio. Speaking speaking of coach, uh, he showed up to media day in some cowboy boots. And that was pretty iconic. Uh, other than the cowboy boots and 
just how funny was at media day? How really is he off the field? You said you'd follow him anywhere. Matt, you can go ahead and start. <laughs> he's a character. You know, like, I would say he's a father figure to me. He's more like a crazy uncle. <laughs> but he's, I mean, he's awesome, dude. He's super down to earth outside of football. He's very intense in football, obviously. He's very passionate about the game and passionate about his players. But off the field, he's a great dude to be you know, he really cares about his players and their well-being and all in all aspects of life, not just football. He just wants us to be uh, good people. Devon, how do you feel about Coach? Oh, Coach, like, like Matt said, Coach is really a character. I mean, you never know what you're going to get from him. You know, he come in, suave, cool. Next day he amped up on, on his country boy. For, I don't know. I, I don't know what he called. <laughs> but he definitely, you know, he definitely is a genuine person at the end of the day and always put his best foot forward to make sure we can put our best foot forward. So I definitely appreciate Coach a lot. Carl? Just like Matt and uh, Ferg said, Coach Left is a great dude. He's passionate. He's high level. He's energetic. Um, he makes you want to play for him. Like, he's a good guy. He does a lot of little things that uh, we can respect as football players. Uh, he looked after us. And um, he's just a, a genuinely a good guy. He's a character, though, for sure. Now, he said his cowboy boots are the comfiest shoes that he owns. So I want to know where he's buying his cowboy boots because <laughs> I have been born a couple pairs and they are not the comfiest shoes that I own. <laughs> he rocks them. He rocks them. Uh, Davon, I want to, I didn't yeah, actually. Definitely stylish. <laughs> Davon, I didn't know um, until you said it. Uh, you and I have a little something in common. I spent time at Kansas as well. That was my first internship. Actually, we have two things in common, BG alum and then going to Kansas. Um, tell me about that experience. What What did you – this is more of a personal thing, but what do you? What did you enjoy about being in Lawrence? <laughs> ah, good old Lawrence. I mean, for me, you know, for me, I gotta, just being you know, a young kid, being from Baltimore City, and just getting an opportunity to experience new life and new – new opportunities. It was, that was just a big thing for me, you know, just new life experience. I made lifelong friends, you know, friends that I have until, you know, I get old. And just to know the experience, you know, the camaraderie, even though, you know, we wasn't winning, you still built certain relationships. And with people, you know, Lawrence is a, is a definitely, you know, a, a, a fun college town. It was. I mean, I was much like you. I, I had not left the state. I'd been in Bowling Green, and then uh, that was my first experience. I didn't know anyone out there. And to your point, I, I uh, still keep in contact with a lot of those people today. So I, uh, I just found that interesting. That I, I guess I didn't do my homework enough to know that you uh, spent some time there. But my my ears definitely perked up when you when you did that <laughs> when you said that. Um, so, uh, Carl, um, again, a little bit about um the upcoming season what kind of personal goals maybe have you set for yourself i know you guys coming in like matt mentioned um you know expectations are high as as a group uh for you guys uh coming in internally right so what what are some of the things that you're trying to focus on to work on and and bring to the table this coming year um i want to come onto this field i want to have a high motor uh i want to be all mac of course i want to win the mac championship of course but I just, every time I step onto that field, I want to have 100% energy. So I got to train my body and break down doors just so I can uh, do that. Um, I want to have the number one sack record at Bowling Green State University. That's my goal of mine. Um, and I 
the best player, best defense alignment that ever came out of BGSU. That's my goal. Some great goals that you got there. Now for Matt, you grew up in a football family. You said Coach Leffler is kind of like a crazy uncle to you, um, but also a quarterback family. How did your family really help shape you as a player today? Yeah, I like to say that we're the Walmart Manning family of quarterbacks, <laughs> quarterback family. But um, Matt and my brothers were obviously very involved in me um, growing up in my football career and uh, they're with me every step of the way. My dad was always coaching me and giving me pointers, even when I didn't want to listen to him being a rebellious teenager. Like I knew I had to, cause he had done everything that I started. And uh, yeah, I mean, they're just really supportive and it's always been great to have them in my corner. Now he, he, uh, your dad played for the Browns. Are you a Browns fan? Yeah, I mean, I root for them because of that, okay. for sure. Yeah, right. I, I didn't know if that was your top team or not. Uh, Normandy uh, over here, big Packers no, Matt's, fan. Matt's a big Aaron Rodgers fan. Yeah, I do like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Ravens flop. <clears throat> Ra- Ravens guy. And, and Carl, what's your, what's your NFL squad? I'm a Vikings fan. All right. Oh, that's tough. You don't you don't hear you don't hear Vikings or not. It's kind of refreshing. No one ever really says when you ask that question, Vikings. So I, I kind of I, I dig that answer. Uh, I want to ask each of you guys this as we kind of touch on the NFL a little. Uh, there's I can go on and on um, and name a bunch of guys who have made it um, to the next level um, that that are from the MAC. But uh, Davon, we'll start with you. When you look at guys, whether it's Kareem Hunt. Um, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, Julian Edelman, Khalil Mack. I mean, again, I can go on and on. Just what does that mean to you guys? Like, hey, these guys played in the Mack and this could be me. How, do, how does that motivate you to see guys playing at the at not only a, the high level, but like high at the high level? Um, how does that motivate you guys? And Davon, again, we'll start with you. We'll go to Carl, then Matt. Um, For me, you know, it's kind of for me, it's kind of more personal because uh, you guys, uh, Jared Patterson, he's one of my closest friends. We went to high school together, you know, and he was one of the most illustrious running backs to me, you know, from what I've seen and what, what he put on paper. And you know, I've seen him with his process went from after the final game to training to draft day and all of that. So for me, it was kind of, it's kind of a person because I've seen, I seen the process. I've seen somebody who had a great career at on the back level and now he's with the commanders. And I, So for me, it's just more motivation to be like somebody who I grew up with somebody who's seen me go through certain struggles that I've been through and we can relate on that level and stuff like that or motivation for me to, okay, if he can do it, I know I can do it because we cut from the same club, been through the same grind. So for me, it just became more personal and more uplifting to like, okay, I know that these guys can do it. And now I know my friend did it. I can do it as well. Carl, what about you? Kind of like the same deal. Um, so I'm from Lansing, and Rayshon Wilborn played for Ball State, and now he's playing with the Packers. Um, he came out of the Mac, Devin Taylor, went to BG. I played with him during high school. So it's like I've been around these guys kind of like since my high school level to now, and now they're in the NFL, and now they're doing it at a big stage. And I was kind of right there behind them in their, like, workout phases or just everything. But like, when they film, I was there with them. So it's like kind of like I'm seeing it done by them. I can do it too. So that's kind of how my mindset is. I can do it if they can do it. Now, what about you? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely encouraging to see that. You look at a lot of the top guys in the league and 
a lot of them come from smaller schools and a lot of those are max schools. So, you know, we all aspire. That's the end goal and that's what we want to do. And um, we know that it's possible because guys have done it before us. And what does Maxion mean to you? Uh, me? Yeah. Me first? Like the the week games or just like the Mac? Just the Mac in general. If you can like, I mean, describe yeah. it in one to few words. Yeah. I mean, I would say pride. Um, everyone is that plays in the Mac knows it's, it's big time football. Like it's no joke. You got really skilled guys and from the outside world, I guess you can kind of, you know, you see the weekday games and some like Barstool likes to kind of like not make a joke out of it almost, but like it's serious football. And, um, I know everyone that plays in the Mac knows that and that, you know, we're really prideful. Carl, go ahead. Uh, I would say real competitive. The Mac is also, like, really competitive to me. And another one, uh, I, competitive is really just the number one that stick in my head. I really can't think of no, no other words that can really describe the Mac. Ron? Uh, for me, I, I, I think of the Mac as, like, a, a little pond with a bunch of big fish. Because there's a lot of guys from, you know, my experience playing at the Power 5 level and playing at this level who could play at the Power 5 level. And I think, you know, with the match and, and it being on the weekdays, you know, just those weekday games, it's more prime time. I think it's prime time because it's Tuesday. Only thing that's on, only thing that come on Tuesday is probably the late night show or whatever else comes on television. I don't watch TV like that. So when somebody who's an advocate of football, I'm like, oh, wow, I can come and actually watch the game. And, oh, it's a Mac game. Nobody else, in, nobody else in the conference is really doing that. We have our own action. So, I think that's really – I would call it, you know, being big fishes in a small pond and really being able to be on primetime with those weekday games. And, you know, we don't get a lot of love being as though we, cut, we are in the MAC, but, you know, people starting to see that, you know, these MAC teams are somebody. You know, last year you had Western Michigan beat Pitt. You had us beat Minnesota. You had a lot of upsets. So, I think people are starting to realize, like, okay, the MAC is working. Yeah. Definitely got to fly the flag uh, throughout the season. Speaking of that, are there any specific games that you guys have marked on your calendar? Obviously the opener, September 3rd, but, you know, you got to look ahead and also be like, all right, this is the game too. Toledo? Toledo, easily. Me personally, I didn't get a chance to play Toledo last year, so being on the sideline and watching them, you know, celebrate and trying to act like they run Ohio, that was a big thing for me. So Toledo, glad to be at that stadium. We taking the I seventy five trophy back. You heard it here first. They want <laughs> happening. <laughs> Carl. Hey, what he said. Toledo. Uh, you got Toledo circle just because it's our rival. I seventy five right up the road. I would say Toledo, and then probably another one. Probably like our homecoming game. Uh, and I always like that because like our fans really come out and support, and that game is really for them. So probably our homecoming game is really circled on our calendar too for me at least Matt yeah, definitely Toledo always and um I gotta say UCLA because it's gonna be fun going home and playing and a lot of friends and family will be able to come see me play in person that I've been able to experience that game Matt <laughs> what you say how many tickets you need for that game <laughs> like 50 plus <laughs> were you were you UCLA fan growing up 
No, diehard Trojan. So that's also another cool thing. I always grew up dreaming of being a Bruin. So, but now we just get to do it in uh, brown and orange instead of cardinal and gold. Now, Matt, you, you mentioned, you know, the Toledo game you have circled, which obviously understand why all of you gave that answer. But, Matt, I understand your girlfriend plays softball at Toledo. So, is there any, uh, yeah. <laughs> is there any, is there, how, how, what's the trash talk like? Uh, is there any trash talk uh, uh, between nah, you guys? She's a, she's a Bowling Green fan. I got her all on our side. <laughs> no doubt about it. She's got all the gear. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you a Toledo softball fan, though, through and through? Yeah. That would be the only time I'd root for Toledo. <laughs> it's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Life is about compromise, so that's yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. Learn, learning. Well, um, you know, off the field, uh, I know we're talking football and stuff, but I want to go back to the House of Blues and kind of go down the road. Uh, first, uh, just music in general, and then I w- we want to know what each of you guys do off the field and what you enjoy doing. But uh, each of you tell me on a music vibe here, um, either your first concert if you haven't been to a concert, that's fine. I, I want to know your first concert and the best concert you've ever been to. And if you haven't been to, to one, um, who you'd most like to see. Davon, we'll start with you. Uh, this is funny story. I've actually only been to a concert in my life. And it was a Machine Gun Kelly concert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's so random. <laughs> this is Seven Club. <laughs> this was 2014 with Kelly when he was still a rapper, not the pop star. So this was this was a while back. One of Cleveland's yeah. one of Cleveland's own. All right, all right. What about you, Matt? Um, I think my f- my first concert was Eric Church, I believe, which was awesome. I'm not a huge country fan, but he was great. He was a rock star up there. Um. Uh, I like classic rock. I like old music. Like the Eagles are my favorite band. Like the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, all that. Okay. Um, I don't think I ever been to a concert. I couldn't even. Uh, person I would want to go see. Can I take it back, like old school, if I wanted to, like back in the? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, I would probably say like Temptations or something, just to see them as a band together. I feel like that would be hard, so probably do. Okay. You know, I think about this all the time, and I honestly think I saw Queen perform. Every time I watch, like, Live Aid, the Queen performance, I'm like, dang, Mm. to see Freddie Mercury, that would be so cool. Yeah, it's historic. Yeah, I wish I could have seen the uh, new edition. New edition. That was, as a kid, my mother used to play those songs, and I just wish I used to be in the line dancing with them. My my whole thing growing up, you know, you'd get the uh, single. Well, when I was growing up, much older than all of you guys, but you get like the singles cassette tapes, and I would like hide them from my mom because you know I'd get like Snoop and like Biggie and <laughs> Tupac. Like that's what I grew up with. So like it's a cassette it, tape. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> so 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 I had all those like singles in a little corner. My and you know, you'd pop them in. But if I could like go back, if he was still living, like to go see Biggie or or Tupac in person, that would be. That's just what I grew up with. Um, I've seen a lot of concerts. Matt, to your point, Eric Church. Uh, funny story about Eric Church. Last year, went to his show in Pittsburgh, and his whole band got COVID. And he didn't want to cancel the show, so he just played the whole thing just himself with an acoustic guitar. 
probably the coolest experience of a concert yeah. I've ever been to. It was awesome. Guy, That's awesome. Guy yeah. was guy was an absolute legend, and he just I guess he had a couple people that went out there with him, but no one else singing, just light spotlight on him, and in Pittsburgh it was yeah. it was really cool. So, um, and then follow up as I stated, just um, Carl, we'll start with you. What kind of stuff do you like doing when you're not playing football? Uh, probably stay in the house um, and chill out. I got a dog. Me and my dog like to do a lot of adventurous things. I got a little pit bull. Um, probably hang out with my dog and and just relax. I like going on walks. I like being outside. What's your dog's name? I got a pit bull named Milo. Little guy. Is, is there any significance to the name? My mom actually picked it. Because I called my mom and I was like, Mom, I'm finna buy a dog. And she was like, name him Milo. And that was the last text. <laughs> and then you got it. <laughs> Probably just hang out with my dog or just relax, go outside, be outside. I, I go fishing quite a few times. I do that a lot. And that's pretty much it. Matt, what about you? Uh, Southern California guy. So going to the beach, surfing, boating, um, skiing, and golf. Probably that's probably top. Okay, Davon. Uh, for me, uh, I'm a gamer on the low, so like I'll call up my friends. Hey, we on 2K, we on Warzone, Madden, whatever. And then I'll play the game. Or then I like I like to read. You know, I like like reading a lot. It's a lot of knowledge in books. You know, internet sources, stuff like that. So other than that, uh, I like to get around the team, reading, and you no, know, like, I have a dog as well. My dog's better, <clears throat> but. <laughs> Is it a pit bull as well? It is a pit bull as well. What's and its Ace. name? What's Ace. Ace? Like the Ace of Spade, the card. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right. So, do you that. have a dog? Uh, back home, I do. Yorkie Terrier Poodle. She's, she's 17 years old. <laughs> Holy cow. She wow. won't die. <laughs> <laughs> We're all so tired of her. Aw. <laughs> Uh, and then Dave, you got that basketball hoop behind you. You, you, uh, you a basketball guy? I see it behind your shoulder there. Uh, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> no, this wrist, this wrist. Merlo, we, we got a lot of basketball players. We got Melo, we got Katie, we got Michael Beasley. I can keep going. I can just keep going. I can keep going. I can keep going. But basketball, <laughs> basketball, Maryland blood. I mean, I'm not gonna say say I'm the best, but I definitely can get on that court and give you a couple points. Steals, rebounds, whatever you need. If if you had a uh, if you had to pit, round out a um, three on three tournament team with using guys on the football squad, who else would you pick on the team to to hoop it up with you? So okay, so my two teammates it would be me, Jada McCanstry, and Teron Keith. And why do you Those pick them? Are- Just because they're the best. Yeah, Teron uh, Keeney, actually, in high school, he was on a lot of hoop mixtapes. Like, he could actually play. Like, okay. He's actually a basketball Same thing with Jaden McKenzie. Jaden McKenzie, he wasn't on a hoop mixtapes, but I've seen him play basketball. He's a, you know, pretty decent. He also 6'7". We ain't got nobody that tall, so. Okay. <laughs> all right. You got anything, Normandy? Uh, Matt, you said you like to golf. What's yeah. your average score? <laughs> what are you shooting on a good day? Not good. Not good. Nineties. <laughs> it's all right. Matt, you got to take. I haven't been able to play enough consistently. 
It's, re- it's, re- yeah. it's respectable. After the season, we'll go. I don't even keep score. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's a love hate relationship. It's very infuriating hobby, but you know, you get the bug and you can't really do anything about it. It's a golf bug. Yes. Are you ever going to show up looking like John Daly wearing some crazy pants? <laughs> I, I want to get some pretty cool. <laughs> well, I think I'll, I can pull them off. I'll ask the same question to you kind of there. Just as Davon, if you, uh, for, if you round out your foursome with guys on the team, who, who else is golfing with you? <laughs> Oh, go, oh, golf! To, yeah, golf. to to win, to win a to win a tournament. Okay. Um, even throw a coach in there. <laughs> Scott doesn't play golf. He's too much of a perfectionist. <laughs> Can't do that. Um, Miller is really good. He's a linebacker, long snapper. Um, and I'm gonna say myself. Well, yeah, throw you're 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 already in it. I'm saying I'm in th- it. three other guys. Okay. Yeah, three other guys. I, okay. we, I, you cut out in the first name. What was his name? You can probably cut out. Miller. James Miller. He played James high Miller. school golf. Got it. You okay. got it. Yep. Um, play with him a lot. Um, Nick Niehoff, he's a, he's a walk-on receiver. He's good also. That would be our group. Take anyone on the team for sure. Who was the last one? His name's Nick Niehoff. Nick, and then uh, uh, Miller. James Miller. James Miller, and there was one more. Um, Sometimes uh, rounding out foursomes about who has the best time too. They don't. I guess you, I shouldn't have said you win a tournament, but who who yeah. who's, who are you having fun with out there? I'll throw Austin Osborne in there even. Right. He's a work on his game. He's fun to be around. <laughs> that's all right. That's that's important when you're in some events. You need you need someone to lighten yeah. it up. If you if no one's playing good, you got to have fun out there. So yeah, it's important to have true. that that glue guy keeps it all together. Yeah. And then uh, Carl, I guess my question for you is: um, biggest fish you've caught, or tell us the best fishing story you have. All right. Here's a fishing story. So it's me, my dog, and my girlfriend. We're all at the lake at the BG Hill. Everybody in BG knows what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, we're over there fishing, and my dog sprints over to my girlfriend, and I told my dog to come here towards me. So what he did was he went straight down the pond and started swimming to come all the way across. I low-key started, like, got scared a little bit, just simple fact, like, I ain't seen him in that much water before. But that was probably, like, one craziest story he just like dove right in the water when i told him to come here milo has no fear here no fear huh oh no i literally was like come here milo he looked boss and he straight toward ace chasing the ducks by the pond closer to the field and just jumped straight in. I was sick. I was so scared. I dropped everything, almost jumped in, but he started yeah. paddling back. Put my dog, bro. I was scared. I ain't gonna lie. Have, All right. Have you ever, wait, it. before you go, have you ever gone sledding on the BG Hill? In the snow, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Was definitely- are you using, like, um, like, baking sheets as sleds, though? <laughs> have you guys ever done that? Box Boston. I did that at Boston College to steal the trays from the cafeteria and use those as sleds. 
That's like big time fun out there in BG. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's what people do to occupy their time. Normandy, if you didn't know, so, I know I know you're close. I, I so in at Toledo, there's a hill in between the Greek um, village and then the one of our parks towers, right by the football field, actually. And it's this massive hill, so hard to climb back up. But we would take the baking sheets, the smallest, probably about the same size as my laptop. And take that and try to go down the sledding hill on that. And it was a disaster. It, the hill would turn into ice. So fun. So fun. That, that's a big night out if you go sledding the BG hill. That's that's what people do to occupy their time. I've, I've never been. I might have got to. <laughs> got to check it this out. This winter. This winter, you go out, man. It'll be the best about 10 minutes till you feel that wind whipping through you. And then you're like, yeah, I'm done. I go to Campus Poly Eyes. I'm out. <laughs> Speaking of campus poly eyes, if you guys are taking a visitor to go eat, are you taking them to campus poly eyes? Are you taking them to Ziggy's for like a trigger meal? I definitely probably say Ziggy's trigger meals. Probably take them down there. Matt? Uh, I'd probably do poly eyes just because I feel like that's just. Yeah, it's BG statement. Yeah, Am I? Yeah, yeah. Me, uh, question. Um, I would say personally, Sam B's. Well, yeah, I like Sam B's too. That's where you're taking a special guest. Start showing My off, special. showing off the city, showing showing off BG with those places. So, any special guests you come to BG you with me? <laughs> we're going to. <laughs> I've been there a long time, long time, but that's, those are, those are some good places. I actually haven't, I mean, I've been to Ziggy's. I haven't been to the, uh, I forget his first name, whoever makes those meals, but, um, he always tells me that when I come back that, that he'd get it done, but I, I always forget. How do you guys feel about the food robots? Like they just (laughs) stroll around campus like they own it. Very convenient, especially if you live in like the radius. If you live in a good radius, oh yeah, that right to your front door. Very convenient. Because yeah. they'll like try to take you out when you're walking on the sidewalk. They kind of come up on you fast, and you have to, I've had to dodge them a few times. <laughs> kind of funny to me. I'll be seeing them get stuck sometimes, and <laughs> yeah, you have- no, like they. I think they can talk to you because one time. I- that helped him get unstuck, and he said thank you in a robot voice, and it like freaked him out, and he ran away. Really? Those things yeah, are, those yeah. things are awesome. And for for those listening, for if they're from another school or anything, yeah, BG has these little food robots that just roam the whole campus, and uh, I wish those were around when I went to school there. But they, yeah, I've been driving around. Last time I was in BG was probably for the women's soccer championship, I think. Um, I was just driving uptown. Yeah, they just stopping at railroad tracks, or they're mm-hmm. they're doing everything. So I I get a kick out of it. I always send my friends back here, and they're like, "What are those?" But I see them falling over. I seen videos of them going in grates and going uh, yeah everything like that. So uh, yeah, very high tech campus. BG. If you if you think high tech, you think Bowling Green State University. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nah, it's it's uh it's a good it's a good place. What um, I mean, just as we close out here, 
uh, one one question we like to ask, and again, it's for each of you, is any advice for, I don't know if it's necessarily a kid, like young, young kid, but even high schooler, anything, you know, just younger than you, uh, that's looking to get to this level, uh, you know, what, what advice would you have for them? Carl, we'll start with you. Just what what would you tell someone that, that wants to be in your shoes and, and beyond um, anything that you would share? Uh, there's a couple of things. So my first thing would be is uh, be coachable. You got to understand that it's fun to be a college athlete, but it's also a business. And uh, you have to be coachable. Coaches are passionate about what they do. And another thing is the classroom side of things. Get your schoolwork done. Make sure it's top of your game, best of your abilities. You don't want to be a guy that got to worry about schoolwork and worry about football, worry about failing, worry about at the same time. So I would say get your schoolwork done, ASAP. Make sure you're all good and just be coachable and come up here and have fun. Matt, what about you? Um, I would say set your goals high. You know, you, you put in the work, you work hard, you, you set your mind to something, anything is achievable. And, um, yeah. Solid. I don't think we lost Davon. He already dipped. <laughs> <laughs> Said I'm out. Um, I think that's about everything that we have. Thank you guys for joining us and we wish you nothing but the best on your season and we'll have to stop by and get some campus poly eyes sometime or Sam B's. <laughs> we'll go we'll go to all three places for sure but no best best of luck to you guys uh this season hope to get to campus and uh can't wait for that opener and uh we'll be watching you throughout so good luck appreciate it thanks, thanks guys. guys thanks for having us yep I'm with